Welcome back to Off the Dope and Not the Crazy House with Anthony Ray. You are now listening to Anthony Ray. And as always, always, I appreciate y'all for just being in your presence. It's a blessing and it's an honor. And I hope that it's helping. So this part, this segment, is something that I wasn't even planning to do today. I was planning to go do some other work that I needed to do. And I said, man, you know what? I got to do this. Because it was just burning on my heart. Because of the climate these days and everything that's going on with the talk of relationships and the way that they're failing and all that. And the dynamic between men and women going through a tumultuous change. I was like, man, I really want to have another one of these segments. So this is going to be kind of like part two to the last segment in which we talk about toxic drugs equal toxic people, which equals a toxic relationship. And I also want to touch on the secret of the hands, which is no longer a secret. It's just a great example of a, a, a working relationship. It's just a great example. So when you were looking, as a matter of fact, at your hands, and I'm just taking for granted that you actually are noticing this now because it's kind of one of those things that's hard to unsee once you see it. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you see the way that your hands work, you're going to notice a few things. And I'm just hoping that you find a way to apply that in your mind and equate your hands to what an actual real life relationship between two people who are working towards the same things and who are actually compatible. What it actually looks like and what it's capable of doing when it's actually compatible, because though I say I wish you peace and paper at the end to me, I'm, I'm really just trying to say I'm, I'm wishing you prosperity. And I'm wishing you peace as well. So the paper is more of an equation into prosperity. I'm not telling you to go consistently chase a bag of money. If that's what you want to do, then that's cool. There's nothing wrong with money. As long as you know that there's nothing wrong with you. And you have to just avoid greed. So I'm just trying to help. And I think that what's perfect about this is that I'm, as I've said before, I'm not a great, you know, relationship person, but I understand things. And what's good about this hands lesson, this lesson of the hands is that it's not my, it's not that I'm giving you the advice, the hands are. So I don't have to be perfect in relationships just to bring this to your attention. It's something that I look at now and it's part of the reason why I'm still, I'm chilling. So I'm not jumping into anything. It's part of the reason why I can let certain, you know, I've let people go lately, like, bah, real quick. When I notice that it's not compatible because all of the talk right now in relationships it's about what can I get from you and what can you get from me and who's the prize and who's worthy of this and who's worthy of that. 
and what is your net worth and what are you bringing to the table and all of this stuff. But compatibility is the actual determining factor. How well do we work together? How well? If you were with the person you were with, right? The person who you're probably in this, they calling them twin flame relationships and all this where there's a push in a pool and somebody's running, someone's chasing and all this. It's toxic. So when you're with this person, how is your nonverbal communication? Like your hands, remember? The hands don't necessarily talk. If I told you and your and your significant other to build a house without saying a word, without nodding, without gesturing. If I or, or I just told you to set up a tent, you think you could set up a tent with the person you with without even winking your eyes, without signaling, just by anticipating and paying attention to their needs and what they're trying to do at that moment. True teamwork. Because we can talk about meeting someone who has this much money or that type of money. That means nothing. Number one. Beauty fades and money goes away too. It depletes. <laughs> Once again, if you listen to the stories of people who had, who died and came back, they don't talk about money. The realization over there is that there's it's people, the connections is what you're going to remember. What you're going to see in front of your eyes when you do a life review is going to be the people you've touched and the things you've done. Maybe even the people that you've hurt. But it'll be the small things. The It won't be the money. So just know that at the end of the segment, when I say, I wish you all peace and paper, when I say paper, I'm just, I'm, I'm symbolizing paper. To me, it's just symbolizing prosperity. I wish you prosper. I hope that you prosper in life. I wish you security. That's what I'm saying. And peace. And so that's what I'm trying to get out here because I believe that when we say there's an attack on us as a people, a lot of people believe that I'm one of them. See, this goes back to dreams and things I've had that just shocked me too. And I'm not going to tell you who the lady was in this dream that I was standing next to Because you're going to say I was throwed But in the dream I watched two lines A, a line of men 
and there was a line of women and they were lined up everyone was naked in these two separate lines and everybody was taking a step forward and waiting for the person in front of them at the end of both lines were two big water tanks these people were being dunked in these water tanks drowned and resuscitated basically brainwashed and as the whole time that they're talking this lady was repeating the words there are no men and there are no women there are no men and there are no women brainwashing the masses to believe so it's the same thing the lady I actually saw in the dream was actually I'm gonna go ahead and say it, it was a queen the queen an old queen now I don't want to lose you but it's just the truth they're trying to convince us in many different ways that one one side is really the other side and the other side is really the other side they're switching and if they can't do that they make us fight but over time we've been slowly fed something that is making us believe that it's best for women to try to take the space of the of the male and for the male to try to take the space of the female they're also pushing things that are making it hard to stay sane drugs play a part in that as well i actually looked this up because i had always had my thoughts about it actually the girl i was dating she said um Every guy that she ever dated who did drugs ended up going crazy, kind of. Well, come to find out that there is a link between drugs and psycho psych psych psychopathy. There's a link between psychopathy and the levels of, I believe it is uh, serotonin and uh, endorphins in the brain those good the, the dopamine excuse me in the brain psychopaths have high levels of dopamine in their brain abnormally high and when when I'll, I'll have to pull up the article but look it up yourself When given amphetamines, a, per, a person who is already bent towards psychopathy or who is prone to have psycho, psychopathic behaviors, it only increased. It increased many times over those effects, the psychopathic effects. There's no... And when you're talking about uh, methamphetamines, methamphetamines raise your dopamine levels higher than any other drug, I believe. 
So you just might be hanging around at those levels. And, and, and most of these drugs are doing something to your dopamine levels. Quote unquote dope, right? There is an issue with a lot of these things. And some of these things I'm going to say don't necessarily have to do with drugs. But I think it's important when we're talking about relationships because... As those of us who have used or who are using right now, relationships are coming and going. We've ruined a lot of relationships. So it's okay, I think, for me to just take time out right now and just talk about the relationship dynamic and how important it is for us to heal so that we can come back as a better a better helping hand. Like I don't want to be with someone. Anymore. Who isn't. Compatible with me like a hand. Yeah you might want to mess with him. I might want to you know see what's up with him. I'm, I'm, I'm still a man. But I'm not fooled. Anymore. If we, if we don't work together, what are we doing? Long term, why are we still together? These are the questions. And we have this thing in this, in, in this day and age where relationships are supposed to be hard. You ever heard, you heard this thing? I know I'm not the only one because I ask a lot of people about marriage because it's something I don't quite understand. I've never seen it work. And when I say work, I mean, where it was easy on the two Because when I ask people about marriage Usually what they tell me is I say how's, how's it How is it being married man They say uh, That's usually the sound they make uh, It's hard It's hard Why Marriage is hard man Is it really Is it supposed to be It's because I think it's because we don't we don't value compatibility as much as we value security and we don't value compatibility as much as we value responsibility. So I have to do this and have to do that instead of saying, no, it's not supposed to be hard. It's not supposed to be this hard. I know it's not. I'm not. I'm not supposed to be in a relationship with someone who I'm fighting with all the time. How do two look at your two hands once again? Nothing gets done if both if one hand is fighting the other. If there's an argument over what needs to be done all the time, I believe that we were. Messed up from the get-go like Valentine's Day. Think about it, y'all. The way we view love and relationships are already possessive. So you remember when you're young and you go see the girl and you got your little heart candies and your card. And your card says something that's supposed to be lovey-dovey. But if you think about it, it's really all possessive. Will you be mine? I belong to you. You belong to me. 
These are the messaging. Now we didn't create none of this, but this is the messaging. Everyone wants to own someone else. Everyone. So when someone's with you, you think that from that point on, you're theirs and they're and you're it's it's all ownership. Where's the where's the freedom that you give someone when you love them? Where's it at? Where's the freedom? You don't want to bind someone who you who you're in love with. You love someone so you trap them. You love someone so you tie them down and bind them. This is strange. We think it's normal. We live our love is more closer to jealousy than anything else. And ownership and possession. And then they wonder why it doesn't work. Not to mention everyone's chasing the bag. Where is the compatibility? It matters more than anything else when we're talking about a, a teamwork. I played sports my whole life, and one thing we knew was you have to work compatibly with your neighbor. It's the same way, it has to be for a relationship. My feet are compatible with one another, my ears are compatible, they don't compete. My eyes are compatible. They don't compete with one another. If one side of my tongue competes for the <laughs> with the other side of my tongue, I become tongue-tied and nothing comes out. Nothing comes out of it. That's what I think is the, the the depth of watching your hands and what they do. Not that the other parts of your hands do not handle their business. They do. And you should be grateful to each one of them. As, as we should be grateful to every part of our body. If you're blessed to have it. And if each part of your body is blessed to have its pair, you should be really thankful. We should all be really thankful. But I know that the plan is something strange because I want you to listen. Remember when I told you that one hand, my dominant hand is actually the not so pretty hand. Well, the, the, the lesser of the two, because I think he made, I think the creator made us all um, attractive to someone. But everyone thinks we're supposed to find this right away. Why would something be precious if it was everywhere? Why would the person that you're really supposed to be with be easy to find? I actually wrote this uh, this verse when I was actually high on meth. 
And I was trying to think of the girl who I thought would be special. I said, she's got two crystal balls for her eyes and a new book of thought for her mind. Has a way with her words are plain. Clothes don't over talk or shine. Strong spine, a piece of not wild, right inside and out. And then it goes on to say, you won't see a roundabout. Because the queen is in the house. Which goes to another thing. Even though this is going to seem contradictory to the verse I just said, but it's music, so bear with me. It was music. And it's the idea of kings and queens. Don't y'all understand something, right? The grass is not always green. We know this thought process, this cliche. But I want you to peep this. The common man was actually the, the, the they might have been lower as far as money and things were concerned. But they were well respected. People did not respect the royal class like that back in the day. They might have looked at their lives and were like, wow, but the common man was no doubt the tough one. See, y'all like strength out here? The common man was the tough one. You know, it's kind of like those movies you see where the prince or the princess sneaks out of the house to go try to figure out how to be a common man. Y'all think that that doesn't really occur? Yeah, some of these rich kids they're they're they can't relate they can't relate to you and you they might even look down on you. You want to be them, but a lot of them don't even like you. We all want to be kings and queens. The common man was a good man. The common woman was a good woman. They worked, they cared, and they kept it together. They fought beside one another, and died beside one another, and behind one another. They fought wars to preserve their own lively, their own lives, even though we all know now that the wars are started by another, the, the other class. But everybody wants to be the king or the queen. Are you sure? It's a reason why the castles have walls. It's a reason why they have guards. I just want to put that out there because I think that that thought process too is what keeps us from one another. Everyone thinks that they have to be this big thing in order to feel like somebody. What is wrong with being the common man? The common man is highly respected. Do you know that the king of anywhere would be afraid to get in a fight at a bar nine times out of ten with the common man 
that they respect in some form or fashion your grit and strength. They might not like you in another way, but they respect something about you in the hierarchy. Which is actually just a figment of our imaginations. I'm telling y'all, there's no real top. I'm going to tell you something interesting. If you take a ball, right, a globe, and I tell you to put on the surface of that globe, point to the point to the point to a point on the surface of that globe that is the center. You could point anywhere on that globe and it would be the center. Cuz it's a globe. Everywhere on the globe is a potential center. The potential center. Just so you can process that for a little bit. Everyone on this earth matters. Everyone on this earth is the center. I always say this too And I wanted to apologize Because I always quote these scriptures And it's because I've told you I'm not We're all susceptible to brainwashing here Obviously we are Because the way we think about men and women Here on Right now In this day and age It's all based in movies That's how easily we are brainwashed Women right now are walking around all looking alike. I don't care if you're talking about the, the, the black girl with you know the eyebrows, the eyelashes in the in the in the in the weave, or you're talking about the white girl who's the blonde hair with the nose job and the this thing. It's cookie cutter. We are susceptible to, to, to trends and brainwashing easily. Just like one of the rappers, all they got to do is put out a word and we start putting it into vocabulary. Where you think no cap came from in facts? That happened quick. Suddenly everybody's saying it. So we have to know that the way that we are treating each other as men and women, the way we're viewing riches as men and women, this is no coincidence. This has been placed, it's placed there. Just like I'm telling you, um, when, when, if you were to lose an arm, you might still feel it there because, like I said, that's the bond between not just, you know, you and that arm, but between those two arms. They're so used to work. They're, they still feel each other when they're gone. Love. Bonds. True bonds. Bonds. 
not no plan to get rich behind somebody or plotting on a way it man i'm telling you our lives are short our lives are short that's why i say everything is a memory i used to use that term everything is a memory as a way to remind myself that the situation that i was in as bad as it might be is about to be over soon and it would be a blink of an eye i remember i said this when i was out in the field in the army and we were out in the rain setting up temps and putting them down we were in training for days at a time and we're out in the field and we're miserable i know i'm miserable um and I and it just something came over me and I, I just knew. I realized right then at that point, I said, man, it's crazy because in no time I'm gonna be looking back on this as a memory. It's like it didn't even happen. The same thing happened when I'm in jail. I'm in jail and I'm like, I just kept telling myself, this is this is already a memory. And now I'm sitting here talking to you and remembering that. But when I was in it. It seemed like it was never going to go away. Our lives go by fast. And you think that money going to stop the... <laughs> yes, it's great to live a good life. It is. I want to see beautiful things too. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that this, this podcast right here is just dedicated to... Opening eyes to what is not toxic in a relationship and what is and what we what we might want to look for in a relationship before we decide to keep chasing it. Maybe we should treat each other a little better and realize that we all we really got. See, people always talk about on the other side, they see friends and family and people they know and love. They never say, I saw that money I left on the table back in the day. That was on the other side. Remember, the Egyptians tried it. It didn't work. And it's also interesting, this is this is what's interesting as well. So it's just like they say about the, the, the men. They didn't want us to be as caring. Well the women are not attracted to that, they're saying. It's nobody's attracted to, to sensitivity. Not anymore. You think that's by coincidence though? Nobody See when you're a kid We look at relationships totally different I went to the Waffle House the other day I went to eat by myself like I do all the time Spend most of my time alone Which is not the way you want to be by the way I mean it's not bad either I guess That's something I'm going to have to ponder because I do enjoy my alone time. 
and my freedoms. But companionship is great too when it's genuine and compatible. So I'm at the Waffle House and I see these kids. They gotta be like somewhere between 16 and 18. It's two girls and two guys. And they are just flirting with each other and laughing and having a good time. I look down at the kids, the young men's shoes, and they're all beat up and dirty. Their clothes are not named brand, inexpensive. And the girls aren't tripping. They're giggling and and I remember, I said, man, when you were young, it was different. I don't remember there being such a high price when we were young over my shoes. Even though it was cool to see somebody dress nice, it wasn't the determining factor. It was the feeling. When you looked at that person, it was the chills. The butterflies, the anticipation of being around that person. You want to just walk around the neighborhood with that person or just sit outside and talk to them. You just want to be around them. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm tripping. But we forget things so easily. We try to act like this is nature and they call it biology and, um, you know, evolutional biology, man. Come on. Stop it, man. Evolutional biology. Theoretically, right? But that's not how it was when we were young. Kids don't know nothing about hypergamy. Young women are not hypergamous. They might, you know, be selfish and all that because, oh, but they're not hypergamous. Something just came in my mind. And just like young men, when you're first born, young men aren't tough. This is stuff we've learned. Stuff we've been taught Ways we've learned to fit in Let me tell you something else interesting about These tools in our body right now Remember we're talking about the left and right hemisphere of the brain It's interesting to note that The right side of the brain controls the things on the left Of the body Or, and, or it relays with the left side of the body And the left Brain relays with the right side of the body So the dominant and less dominant sides Which are both dominant They're just One's just more dominant than the other See men and women are both dominant By the way All men are not leaders All women are not followers Take with that what you will. But 
it's interesting to note because when we talk about the reason for there being men out here who the imbalance so there are men out here who are more feminine in their ways maybe right have a more feminine a softer nature supposedly they blame that on the mother and it, it is that you know there there is a correlation between that this imbalance which by the way a lot of this started off with drugs that came in in the 80s destroyed families you know we can even talk about how drugs affected the vietnam vets and the 70s were a big deal all of this plays a part where we at today which went into the women's liberation movement and so on and so forth so we see how drugs led a lot of this it fueled a lot of this so we'll blame we'll say okay well there's a lot of young men being raised by their mothers that's the reason for that and they'll say that women are entitled now this is the part they don't talk about well the reason for a lot of entitled women these days women who believe that and it's, which is crazy this is actually what the girl that I was dating actually told me she said I'm just entitled this, this is what she I'm like what is wrong with you why are you acting fun I'm, I'm just entitled told me straight up I'm not a narcissist she told me I just have narcissistic tendencies that's what she told me where did they come from well what got me down to thinking and it enlightened me was I remember this same girl I was trying to get her to call her dad Who she was estranged with For her own reason She just didn't call And God finally got her to call her dad And he told her something That tripped me out He said no matter what you do I'll never be disappointed in you struck me as odd because at that point I realized that a lot of men do that with their daughters a lot of the women that are having just like a, the men out here that are having issues with knowing what it what they're supposed to do as a man right it's connected to the father the mother who raises them might have kicked the dad out and all that good stuff or made life hard on the baby daddy or whatever it might be because she's upset with him and or she wants the money from the child this happens it's a real thing i know y'all might be upset but we talking real right now right so that's that's the cross connection right there so you have one side of the brain controlling the other so the mother affecting the son that's cross connection Right? Just like the brain and the body. But the father, his relation to the daughter affects the outcome of the daughter, the cross connection. Because a mother, I've noticed that mothers and daughters tend not to even get along the same way. So mothers don't coddle their daughters, just like fathers don't coddle, coddle their sons. Right? So. The mother doesn't make the daughter feel entitled nine times out of ten. It's the father. He's teaching her to be his little princess. Everything she does is right. Nothing she does is wrong. She's the most beautiful thing in the world. 
Right? And then later on, these same men are going to complain and say, hey, well, these women are all entitled. You raised them that way. You told her that everything she does is right. You told her that she's the most beautiful person in the world, even if she's not. You didn't give her a regular sense, a, a realistic view of the world. So there's the cross connection again. Just like the mother's not going to tell the son that this is what a young man is supposed to do. This is how you should do, right? She's, she's, she's putting things in your mind that are not increasing your value. The cross connection. This is interesting to me. But it's all for a reason. Do you realize that men, as I said, I was kind of alluding to the fact that my dominant hand, which I would just say would probably be my, my, my more dominant hand would be my more like my male-ish hand. It's stronger physically. It does more things. It's, 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 it's being used more often. Same way men in society are often used more often when it comes to making things happen and it's not as pretty as a hand so what's strange about that is I think that they're trying to change that dynamic as well ladies think about this and this is a controversial I'm, I'm going out of limb here to speak my real mind only because I think it's important. I'm not trying to, I have things I want to say and I really don't mind things I'm saying being controversial, but I know this is mostly about drug addiction. But once again, relationships, this dynamic is important to where I feel like I want to speak up on this in this podcast. Whether or not people are you know, happy about it or not. But just hear me out before you get, you know, as people like to get today and get mad, offended at everything and not listen to my heart or the heart of whoever it is that's saying it. But ladies, think about this. Remember when we talked about drugs and how whatever you think it's doing, it's actually doing the opposite nine times out of ten. Think about makeup, right? I've seen a lot of women wear makeup, just like my ex. She wore a lot of makeup. I think she feared that she needed it. Though she was a good looking woman. But the more you wear makeup, it actually starts to, to mess up the skin. Especially if you're wearing makeup from childhood, right? So you start wearing makeup in your teens. You continue to wear it into your age. And before you know it, women are starting to age worse than men. Men don't need makeup. I know that seems strange to say, but men don't need makeup. Why do women need it? You're the fairer sex. So slowly, through the use of makeup, 
men are actually becoming the fairer sex. Remember, we are our natural selves every day. We don't wear makeup. Y'all been wearing makeup, so you're no longer natural beauty. That's underneath the makeup, which is causing your skin not to be able to breathe. Which is messing up your pores. Which is messing up your skin. And there's even a chance that it might be aging you prematurely. Women back in the day, like the queen in my dream that I was talking about. I believe that queen used to put, um, it was a white powder, but it was poisonous all over her face. Look it up. It was thick white powder. But underneath her, that powder, her skin was horrible. And the reason I know about this is because I, I read a book on the, on the queen when I was in jail. Interesting. Interesting. So when we're looking at the beginnings of makeup, we're looking at we're looking at the beginnings of what would today be makeup. So the first makeups were toxic in nature. And they actually did just like drugs do They destroyed the beauty that a person was actually trying to add Y'all don't find that ironic? Nobody finds that ironic That women are destroying their own beauty And this might be helping to switch this whole thing around again It's another way they can switch this thing So I said all of this On here Not to attack anyone Because some of the, the subject matter If we were to get into it Yeah you'd be like man this dude right here Is he just like once again if you ask me who hurt me, I'll tell you. But just because I've been hurt doesn't mean that what I'm saying has no merit. And I'm not saying this out of vengeance. I'm saying this out of honesty, out of insight, out of... I sat back and thought about this. That's not something I'm just jumping on here saying. This is something I ponder. I've pondered it for a long time. However we were created, it was wise. It was wise. Wisdom was put into our creation. It wasn't just some, oh wow, look what just happened thing. Um, it was wise. It teaches you. It, it can teach you. So if you did not pay attention to your hands Don't just make it Like I said for the next couple of days On the last podcast 
Continue to do it. This is I prom this is what I would rather have in my life. My left hand. My left hand. See, people want what does a man's money have to do with you? What does a woman's status have to do with you? We already know what beauty can hide. We already know what a nice suit can hide. That's what we all going to keep going for. The rich people. Let me, man, before I get off of here, the rich have their own problems. When a rich man dies, he doesn't know who's going to take his money. And if he does know who's going to take his money, he doesn't know how they're going to spend it necessarily. It's one of his greatest fears is working his whole life, grinding, hustling, grinding, hustling. Waking up, doing all this stuff, only to die. His son take it, his daughter take it, and spend it all in a few years. And this is a, a normal problem. They know this is going to happen because it's part of the trend of riches. There's actually a process of riches. There's the person who makes it, and it goes all the way to one of the grandchildren who always usually, not always usually, but one of the grandchildren who will undoubtedly, undoubtedly, indefinite would would definitely spend all of it or give it away. Money has a lifespan. Riches has a lifespan. That's why they spend so much time trying to figure out how to stay rich forever and ever and ever. And even on their deathbeds, they gotta realize, like at some point, someone realizes at some point that it's futile. And they give it away. Y'all realize how amazing that is. You, someone in, 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 in the dynasty of a rich family, bust their butt to get rich. And centuries later, maybe decades later or years later at some times, someone just gives it all away. There's rich people trying to give all their money away who just earned it. Sometimes I think we think we know what we want. Like I wanted to be rich so bad. I have ideas and stuff. I still want to go do stuff and build. Like when I'm saying build something like I for the sake of doing it. For the enjoyment of seeing something created. We are all creative in some form. Because we were made by the creators. Everything around us is creative. Just think about the fact that none of this. Ex this was not. This was dark. There was nothing but darkness. It was nothing. 
Everything you see is a creative process. If I told you right now, I want you to write down on a piece of paper, I want you to draw something that no one in this world has ever seen and that never existed. It'd be hard, right? It's just like if we draw, we, 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 we don't understand how creative this whole thing has been. And you're going to spend your whole time worried about riches and, 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 and just beauty. But there's, there's other things. There's nothing wrong with riches. And there's nothing wrong with beauty. They're both attractive. They are. They're both attractive. Once again, I'll repeat this again. I'll repeat it several times, but I'll say it again. But the true thing, I believe, is closer to compatibility. We used to know that. That's what we used to know. They used to say, well, it's about marriage, and marriage didn't exist either. Compatible people, you don't have to force compatible people to want to be around each other for a long time. You don't have to put restrictions on them. Compatible people want to be around each other And it ain't a fight And it don't feel hard I think that we're just so used to being In toxic relationships That for some reason We believe that all of this has to be A, a difficult thing Not to mention we're earthbound So We really We're used to struggling We think everything's supposed to come with a struggle but I, I'm, I'm curious, I've always been curious of this. Why is it so easy for us to be friends with our friends? We know how to make... Your friend is actually one of your first relationships that teaches you how easy it actually is to get along with someone who you're compatible with. And these are usually same-sex, um, sexless relationships. Right? So brothers, you and your dog or sisters, you and your sisters, right? And you'll stick by this person for your whole life. You'll forgive them of things they've done you wrong and still ride with them. You'll laugh and you spend very little time arguing with your friends. And years and years go by. You didn't sign no agreement to stay friends with this person. There's no blood binding you. But then you go get in, we, we go, we go get in a relationship with the other people and we need all of these stipulations in order to contracts and da, 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 and if for real, and it needs to be hard and it's a struggle for real. Why is it not hard to be friends with somebody who ain't even giving you none, but impossible to get along with somebody who wants to give you some and other things and share with you. A lack of compatibility is the only thing And too many stipulations And a love for things toxic An adaptive We've adapted to toxic relationships We think that that's What's supposed to happen Once again All of this Is a lesson So your best The reason why we have friends It's a training ground You should realize that 
if I can be friends with this person all these years and they've done way worse things and I've forgiven them and I've rolled with them and we make things okay and I don't argue with them all the time. I know how to get along with people. Why can't I transfer that to somebody who I'm actually intimate with and stop making it so hard? Just food for thought, right? And I didn't get to tell y'all last segment. I've had, or the last couple, remember to work out. Remember what it does for your brain and what it will do for your life. So don't shortchange yourself. When I was in jail, you know what they call, uh, they would call working out? Getting your paper. So, man, I see you getting your paper. I mean, you in there working out. Health is wealth, right? So go get your paper. When I mean that, I mean go get really rich. Increase your health, right? Increase your ties, increase your bonds with people who matter. Decrease your bonds with people who don't, who don't do you right, who, who don't treat you right. Save your mind, save your time, right? Because like I said in the other segment, you can lose it. You, I'm telling you, you can lose it. I've been there, done it. You've been there, done it too, probably. Why do we keep doing this? Why are we making love a hard thing? Why do we make compatibility a hard thing? Because we want to put, uh, what they say, put a, put these pegs in the wrong holes. For the wrong reasons. And like I said, I'm not no great at relationships, but who is? Except for the hands and the feet and the body. Except for friends. Right? Just food for thought. So, work out. Brush your teeth. If you have problem with smoking, remember, you can always brush your teeth. And I, I forgot to tell you about that one too. Try to find you a, 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 a all-natural toothpaste. That's not high in sodium and sugar. Because I'm not trying to get you diabetic or diet or something like that. Like a high blood pressure. But brush your teeth whenever you feel like smoking. As well, if you feel depressed. Remember that doing stuff for other people's, for other people takes your mind off yourself and your problems. It gives you a higher purpose. Remember that... um. Everybody, everyone is somebody to someone. Everybody is someone is somebody to someone. So treat people with respect, dignity, whether you think they deserve it or not. And as always, meditate. Peace and paper. Peace.